Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I banned a girl from a slide. Mum got in my face and called me slurs. Okay, first, a little context. I work at a water park roughly 30 minutes away from my house, and I got my job from being friends with the director and having another friend in the business. But don't think for a second that I don't work. I'm the second hardest working person there, and I've received employee of the month twice in the single year I've worked there. So I knew people there, and people liked me. I don't particularly like kids, but I can handle them well enough. The water park also had two sections, the kids' side and the adult side. This story takes place in the kids' side of the park, All of my fellow employees hate working the play structure. It's got a slide and kids are annoying. So I decided to take it for the day, take one for the team, you know. So I was up in the play structure and my job was to send kids down the slide when it was safe for them to go. This little girl comes up to the top and wants to go down. I wait a second until I see the other kids start to get out, then turn to tell the girl that she can go. But she's already halfway down the slide. She nearly hits the kid because he was slow to get out. She comes back up and I kneel down and say, hey, that was dangerous you could have hit that kid and both gotten hurt please wait for me to tell you when it's safe to go down the slide she nodded and actually followed my instructions but this is when she broke the rules again at the entrance of the play structure there's a sign that gives the rules wait for the worker to let you go down before going down the slide and you aren't allowed to go face first she decided to ignore rule two and went down face first she came back up again so i knelt down again and said hey you can't go down head first you could hurt yourself She nodded and then went down headfirst again anyway. The play structure works on a three-strike system. So as that was her third time breaking the rules, I had to kick her off the slide. So when she came back up and started to walk towards the slide, I stepped in her way and said, I'm sorry, you broke the rules three times, so you can't go down anymore. She yelled at me and tried to push her way past, but I'm bigger and stronger than her. So she couldn't get through and went back down the stairs in a half. A solid 10 minutes pass. Then she comes back up holding her mother's hand. Her mum says, relatively calmly at first, My daughter told me you told her she couldn't go down the slide anymore. Is that true? I said, that is correct, mom. She asked me why, so I explained that if a person breaks the rules three times, they can't go down the slide. She gets closer to me and says, Okay, I understand that, but she's four years old. I respond with, Mom, it doesn't matter how old she is. She still broke the rules three times, so she can't go down the slide anymore today. She gets even closer and says, Okay, but she's four. I respond with, I understand, but the rules apply to big kids the same as they do for the small kids, so she can't go down anymore today. Now, I'm 19, close to 20. Relatively tall, not super muscular, white and gay. A lot of people tend to notice that last one, since I don't try to hide it. You can usually tell based on my mannerisms and the way I talk. 
Another thing is that I deal with severe anger issues and based on trauma from my childhood, people being in close proximity to my face makes me incredibly uncomfortable. This lady was maybe an inch away from my face when she started yelling at me and calling me a freaking insert homophobic slur here. I was so close to losing my cool. I could actually feel my face turning beets red. My hands were balled into fists and my jaw was incredibly tense. A bit more about me. I might look like a scrawny white kid, but when I get angry, I look like a demon. Not my words. I wasn't even doing anything and I was terrifying her daughter. In an attempt to keep my cool and to get this well out of my face, I said, Mom, please don't call me slurs. It's uncalled for and rude. I'm only doing my job. To my surprise, she actually got out of my face, scoffed and said, Let's go find someone in charge. Apparently she had a day pass because I saw her later that evening talking to my manager. She looked over and saw me cleaning and I just hear, That's him! My manager, Herm, who hates me by the way, comes over to me and asks me if I assaulted this woman's daughter. I of course said I didn't, but because he's a rampant butt, he went to look at the cameras anyway. He saw that I was right in what I did and that I did everything according to procedure. We then went over to talk to the lady. She said, well, is he in trouble or not? Herm looks at her and says, he never did anything wrong and he never assaulted your daughter. Then he gets this strange look and asks for her day pass. At first, she refuses to give it to him, then relents and gives Herm her pass. It turns out she wasn't even supposed to be there. Her pass had expired the day before, but she just didn't leave the hotel. So I had the privilege of escorting her to her room, waiting outside while they packed, and then escorting them out of the building. She was cussing me out the whole way out of the park, in front of her four-year-old daughter, no less. Mum of the year, everyone. As we got out to her car, right as she got in, I said, thanks for coming to the park. Feel free to never come again with the biggest grin on my face because that was my first Karen. At least it ended well. When I got inside, my manager told me that I handled the situation very well and I had a pretty uneventful end of the night. So please remember not to be rude to the workers because we're often right. Yeah, it is pretty mental the amount of times that customers think they know the rules better than the people who literally are paid to work there and are paid to know the rules of the place. It's strange, but it is quite funny at the same time. Gotta say, you did handle this very well. You kept very calm. I think I would have got a lot more angry in that situation. Some random woman coming closer and closer to me, telling me that I don't know the rules and telling me her daughter's age over and over again. I don't care how old she is. The rules are the rules. OP, well done. You did the right thing. You know what shows more than ever that you did the right thing? The fact that your manager, who you said hates you, was just forced to back you up. He was even like, oh, I kind of wish that you had done something wrong. But no, you acted perfectly. Good stuff. My entitled mother told my husband he is used to being accommodated because he is disabled and that he caused my depression. I was unfortunately raised by the type of entitled parent who would take me and my sister shopping for hours and then take us through a drive-thru once we were exhausted and hungry and get herself a coffee, but nothing for us. I need my afternoon coffee. The kids don't always get something when the family goes through a drive-thru. She was a special kind of entitled, and I'm pretty certain she has several undiagnosed personality disorders. Anyways, I knew my husband since junior high, but we didn't become close until we were adults. He has a rare genetic condition that limits his mobility primarily. He's in a wheelchair, but can walk somewhat. And when we started dating, he had much more mobility than he does now. Of course, my parents went through their own emotional rollercoaster about me being serious with someone with a disability, but eventually came to terms with it and became major fans of my now husband. They always were doting on him, telling their friends how wonderful he was and heaping on the pressure for us to get engaged. Fast forward to our married life. Unfortunately, since my husband can't work and relies on SSI, I was the sole income earner. But the SSA regulated my income, touting that if I made too much money, he didn't deserve or need the help anymore. 
So the federal government pushed us below the federal poverty level with their restrictions on how much income I could bring in. And at the beginning of our marriage, I didn't have a lot of resources on getting help caregiving for my husband as all of it was new. So my already chronic major depressive disorder went from bad to worse. And I went to the hospital in September of 2019. We ended up getting home health aids for my husband by sometime in 2019, but all the stress of the poverty and the difficult first year of marriage had taken its toll on my mental health. Not to mention that my husband's home health aids were a revolving door in the home. In 2020, we got a good aid. And then guess what? COVID happened, so everything locked down. We continued our financial struggle, but we were making life work. Although I did have another major depressive episode in the fall of 2020, but I managed to stay out of the hospital thanks to the help of my support system, my family at the time. While my husband was a beacon of hope and sunshine in my life, my mother was a constant stream of negativity, criticism, and manipulation. When she wasn't trying to control me or criticize me, she was talking about things that I had no interest in and had no social awareness to pick up the cues that I wasn't interested in what she was talking about. In our conversations, she started to speak negatively about my husband on a regular basis and i was getting frustrated she would say little things like he isn't leading you as your spouse or he needs to support you more in your depression and i didn't like the way she was talking about him naturally i would talk to my husband about the things she said as i was frustrated and he started to feel resentment towards her by the time christmas was coming around i told my parents that they needed to come over and resolve things or we weren't coming to Christmas morning. So my parents waltzed into my living room and made themselves comfortable for what would turn out to be the fight of a lifetime. I started explaining that my mum had been making several negative comments consistently about my husband and we wanted to talk about them and work them out. I said that we were upset by the things she'd been saying and that we did not want her to speak that way about him. Instead of responding to the comments that we'd made, she went on a long speech about my husband. She said that he caused my depression, which had gotten worse since we'd gotten married, and that he was used to being accommodated because he was disabled. She said that he wasn't the spiritual leader of our small family, and that she was worried about your marriage. She continued on and on, but after she said the worst of her speech, my husband became furious, understandably, and went into another room. He'd been faithful and supportive of me in my episodes of depression in the last few years, and he'd given me a lot of stability and comfort in those difficult times that I was going through, but my mother couldn't see any of that. How can we work anything out if he's gonna walk away? My parents exclaimed. We were trying to express to you the ways that you hurt him, and he didn't listen or apologize. You were on a complete tangent where you said even more terrible things about him. I cried in defense. Well, I just want you two to have a good marriage, and I just wanna know that he's doing everything he can to support you in your depression. My mother wailed. He's been my rock in these hard times. He's the reason I haven't given up. It's not right for you to say these things to him. I know my husband. If you don't apologize and say exactly what I tell you to say, I know he will never speak to you again. My mother was terrified. So I told her the exact words to say and I told her to say nothing else. I went into the other room to get my husband. He was so angry and I had to convince him to give her a second chance. He was yelling and he's a calm guy, but he came out and she said what I told her and that was that. They made up well enough. But from then on, my husband hated my mother. By March 2021, both my parents denied that she said any of those things. Like, literally denied. She actually said, I never said he caused your depression. 
It was bizarre gaslighting and that's when I knew I could never trust her again So I didn't we started to do less and less with them over the year We still went to the obligatory family functions, but they were so stressful My mum wanted everything just so we had to be the perfect family to make up for what we weren't when we were growing up And what she hadn't had in her childhood and then my friends started suggesting I do less with my family So I decided to cut my parents out and then the hellstorm started My one sister told me that I was morally obligated to have a relationship with my parents forever because they raised me. I was like, nope, none of that, thanks. So my sisters were always fighting me to come back to my parents. That was stressful. I went all the way until July 2022 without seeing my parents at all. And then I saw them at my cousin's wedding. 2021 to 22 had been a rough year for us. My husband had declined in health and had had a major mobility loss. He was no longer able to self-feed or toilet, get in and out of bed or open doors, in addition to the other things he'd been unable to do before that. It was a lot of grief for him and for me as well. When we were on the trip in July, my parents had a conversation with me that I found rather disturbing. Would you ever consider putting your husband in a care facility? It seems like there is so much pressure on you. Things are challenging right now because there aren't any A's to pick up all the hours he is eligible for. And we could use more help, but we have things working right now. I wouldn't want to put him in a facility unless I had no other option, especially since a Medicaid facility would not take good care of him. But we had one friend who put her husband in a facility, my dad said. And when she did, she would always go and visit him every day. Honestly, I was kind of relieved when she put him in the facility because I felt like she got her life back. I could not believe that they'd suggested putting him in a facility. At the time, I didn't piece together the insensitivity of their suggestion. But after speaking to my mother-in-law about it, I realized that even in a best case scenario, they were giving my husband zero consideration. They had volunteered in nursing homes before and my mother had made pleas to us when I lived at home not to put her into one. And yet they thought it was perfectly acceptable to put my husband in a facility when we had wonderful care accommodations for him in his home. I really believe that my mum is an ableist. Some of my other relatives remember her making comments when we were engaged about how I needed to entertain him because he couldn't be helpful. My husband now has a hernia and has to have surgery, even though surgery is very dangerous for him because of his condition. She offered to sit with me during the surgery. But for some reason, I feel that it's less about us and more about what she wants. Either having a relationship with me again or looking like the devoted mother at her son-in-law's surgery, being supportive. My whole family talks about how she's changed because of this 12-step program she's in. Could have fooled me. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yeah, screw that. She's clearly very ableist. It doesn't matter if the person that your daughter is dating or is married to is like, you know, got everything possible under the sun wrong with them. If they love them, who cares? That's love, baby. And that's also very cringe. But forget about that. It is kind of true, you know? It's just weird to me. Like, you know, surely, how happy that this person makes your daughter. And yeah, you know, your daughter's not an idiot. She knows it's going to be tough and it's getting tougher, but it's her life and she's chosen to do that. Why are you trying to take that away from her? It's very strange. I would only want my children to be happy. 
but for some reason, people on the subreddit tend to not want that. It's very baffling. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.